With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Across Australia, New Zealand, and around the world on the SEN app, welcome to the 2023 Australian Open on SEN, live from Melbourne Park. All thanks to Kia, a pinnacle of engineering. Kia EV6 GT, the most powerful Kia ever crafted. Down the tee, forehand into the net by Sabalenka, and the Wimbledon champion of 2022 is... Off and running. The backhand. Cross court by Sabalenka. Long off the forehand by Rybakina. There's the break, folks. Game on. He's digging off the baseline. Rybakina inside the baseline. Great angle on the back end. Did okay to pick it up. Oh, then a little pick up off the toes, off the half volley. Rybakina comes up with the winner. As Sabalenka down the tee. The ace number 12. There's a stake at the ground. Right on the baseline. Dug out. She went to ground, Rybakina. There's the pressure, she put up the lob, Sabalenka the overhead, she controls it, and maybe that's the match. Sabalenka with a big break in the seventh game. Forehand, cross court by Sabalenka, up the line, Rybakina, it's out! Marina Sabalenka! Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Melbourne Park, uh, the final day of the 2023 Australian Open, the day after Arena Sabalenka lifted her first uh, Grand Slam trophy. She's enjoyed a very, very pleasant uh, Sunday. Must be just an incredible feeling to win your first uh, Grand Slam. Um, it was a well-deserved victory. Pulsating final last night. She's been knocking on the door for, uh, for some time, some semi-finals, turning into a final appearance and then having to hold her nerve down the stretch of that match to beat a very worthy opponent in Elena Rebuckner. Of course, the Wimbledon champion of last year who's going to be staying around the pointy end of women's tennis, uh, you would think. Uh, the men's final uh, tonight, what are we going to get? It's fascinating. Is Stefanos Tsitsipas the man that can challenge Novak Djokovic like no other has been able to challenge Djokovic, particularly as we turn the page into the second week of the Australian Open. He took uh, Alex Demon to the cleaners, Andre Rublev, Tommy Paul on Friday night, and Novak, from our vantage spot, is out having a hit on Rod Laver at the moment. It's his court. He's never lost here. Trying to make it 10 finals victories. Stefan Tsitsipas with a great crowd. Can he cause a boil over and have his moment? To go to world number one and achieve something for his country that is historic. Someone who knows all about winning Grand Slam titles. It's been great to have access to her right at the end, and that is uh, Sam Stozer, of course. So I'm going to go through some numbers, but Sam, really appreciate you coming by, and you get to sit back and just sort of relax tonight and take it all <laughs> in. But 
just going back to last night and that uh, that joy, relief for Arena Sabalenka. You've been there. That that thrill of actually winning a Grand Slam that you worked so hard for. Great to see you, by the way. Oh, thank you for having me back. It's almost a year to the day. I remember calling uh, when Ash won last year, obviously, but yeah. this year it was all about Arena Sabalenka, and there was a fantastic final, uh, very well thought, fought out. Um, match, a long three-setter. We wanted a, a big entertaining match and I certainly think that's what we got and Sabalenka made it, I guess, through that hurdle of getting from the semis into the final of a Grand Slam and then she's been able to take it all the way in her first attempt. So, I mean, all credit to her. She played fantastic the whole tournament and fully deserves to hold that trophy. No doubt. I mean, she. I don't know how much interaction you've had with her, what you can maybe give our listeners any intel into her. I mean, she, it's all out there, isn't it? There's no poker face. She, <laughs> she rides that emotional roller coaster, although she's got a lot better at just managing those emotions. And the serving yips of last year, we saw it, you know, when she commenced her year, Sam, in Adelaide to start the year, that, no, she looks more assured now. The double faults had um, come back by some margin because once you get into a grand battle with Arena Sabalenka, good luck. Yeah, she uh, she plays a uh, big tennis, um, and I think yeah, what you see is what you get. She'll let out her emotion. She'll show that she's happy. She'll show that she's frustrated. Um, but she plays some entertaining tennis, and when her serve is on song, uh, as I think it definitely was pretty much throughout this whole event. Um, you know, she can set up the points very well. She can hit either either corners on either side of the box. I mean, she was hitting out wide. 180, 182Ks, and, yep. you know, that down the middle is even faster. But she can, yeah, really start the points quickly, and her forehand cross-court's just devastating to her opponents. So she doesn't play that much down the middle of the court. She's all about getting it to the sidelines and having her opponent off balance and running side to side. And when she's on, her ball's big, and it's hard to face. Very hard. It's like a tidal wave uh, coming at you. And you watched a sort of Magdalenette, you know, try and deal with that in the semi-final, who had an unexpected uh, run that we couldn't have predicted, and there's only so much she could absorb. And... Yeah, Sabalenka, you felt um, when she won that match, and even though Rebecca had won Wimbledon last year, Arena had been around longer, played in some bigger matches, bigger finals, that maybe this was going to be her moment in the sun. So what about the state of you know, women's tennis? We came into this year, Igish Fiontech, what a year, mm-hmm. uh, the beneficiary of you know, Ash retiring, but then she went out and earned that number one ranking uh, titles, two majors, five, 6,000 points clear in the rankings. She comes back a peg. Tough to be the hunted, isn't it? Everyone wants a, a piece of you. <laughs> and then that big pack of players. It's uh, it's a really interesting time. I think, the, what, the 14th different winner last night since Serena won here in 2017. So wow. everyone's getting an opportunity. Yeah, I mean, I think the level of women's tennis at the moment and, and recent years is, is so incredibly high. And, you know, it's hard to be absolutely so dominant as what maybe Ash was, a you know, a year or two before she retired. Um, but, yeah, once Iga's been able to take over that mantle, I think she showed you know, absolute domination last year by winning the two two Grand Slams and having a 37-match winning streak. Um, but, yeah, the, the final, the Grand Slams, they're hard to win. They're like, you're multiple champions. They're, you know, just a... a the cream to the top, you yeah. know, it's, it's not easy to do. And um, But, you know, sometimes it only takes one to kind of get that belief and you feel like somebody with the, the game of a Sabalenka, now that she's been able to get one, mm. like watch out for the rest of the year. I think she can really challenge Eager in some of these big matches and big big tournament wins. And, um, you know, it's not easy to win multiples, but players are able to do it. And, you know, hats off to, to everyone who can win a slam because it's a it's a tough fortnight. And if you can hold it all together for that amount of time, yeah. uh, you absolutely deserve anything that comes your way. 
And just the different game styles. I mean, you know, hand on heart, I've said this a lot, Sam, the last 12 months, but I'm sure you're in this corner and many others. We, you know, we miss Ash Barty because we missed her game style uh, the, uh, and just the slicing and dicing and the just all the shots that she could come up with. You know, last night was a real sort of power battle. Mm-hmm. But we've, we go through different eras, don't we? Sort of, you know, we get, it depends on the that congregation of players as to the type of tennis. I mean, on Jabir plays that sort of Ash Barty style and, um, you know, eager... Uh, takes the ball really early, and but she's got some sort of different layers to her game. How do you sort of look at just the, the style of women's tennis? Yeah, I think there's no doubt it's a more fast-paced and aggressive style of tennis in general, um, especially at the moment and, the, and maybe the last few years. I think the days of your Wozniakis or Vavanskas really dominating um, and trying to take titles is not happening right now. I yep. think if you're going to play more of that counterpuncher style, um, you need to be quicker than anyone who's ever played this sport and strong and be able to hold your 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 baseline against these, you know, power plays. Even your, your Petra Kvitovas, who've obviously won Wimbledon a mm. couple of times, she, she plays this power style. But yep. even, you know, she can't, hasn't been up there, you know, recently in top five, top ten and vying for these titles. And, and you know... I think it's it's exciting to watch. I really enjoyed last night's match. I think we're going to see more players getting to this point where, okay, I need to play big. I need to take chances. I'm going to take my opportunities. I know I'm going to hit some errors, but that's okay because if I can still be the one dominating the play, back yourself and, and try and do it better than your opponent. And I think that's exactly what those two players we saw last night do and are consistently doing on the tour right now. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, big year ahead and... Uh... You know, we always sort of uh, have everyone leave Australia and we put a few asterisks next to a few different players to follow and we'll see how the year sort of pans out. We know there's lots of momentum swings and then injuries can come into play and, and form as well. Trying to maintain form uh, right throughout the year is, is tough. Oh, for sure. It's a it's a long year out on the tennis tour and we've just had the tiniest start to it here in yeah. Australia for a month and mm. we love it here and everyone gets into it and it's so exciting to start the year here in Australia and now everyone jets off to different parts of the world and you try and pick up again and, you know, in a couple of days' time, Australia's forgotten and you're moving on to the next thing and your next tournament and where am I going, how am I playing, where, how do I feel? Um, but, yeah, it, it's absolutely relentless. So the, the players that can, I guess, have that longevity throughout the year with their health and be um, you know fully fit certainly have the the best opportunity to really make strides as the year goes on what about for you uh, now that you've had uh, a bit of time after uh, competing in the women's doubles and the mix here to, to sign off what has been an, an incredible career you've done a, a little bit of media mm-hmm. uh, dabbling there just tell us how you're feeling about everything as you've officially put the racket down yeah I mean, look I feel good it's been a, a really emotional couple of weeks since I I guess officially made the announcement. Um, you know, I knew it was coming for a little bit. I'd, I'd sort of decided, but still picking the time to actually put it out there was, mm. you know, it was a big day. And um, obviously my matches, I felt incredibly supported out there. The love from the crowd, the yep. atmosphere and everything, certainly two matches that I'll never forget. And um, it's been just a, a fantastic tournament for me um, on and off the court and being able to kind of celebrate everything that I guess that I've been able to do in my career with, you know, people around me who have really supported me. It's been fantastic. So couldn't have asked for any more for for that part of my Australian Open. And, yeah, since then... Haven't really had too much time to think about it too much. I've been doing some commentary and a few different things around the grounds. And um, I think tomorrow when I wake up and the Aussie Open's done for another year, that's probably when it's going to hit home. And the next uh, few weeks ahead, I think there'll be a few up and down moments. But 
you know, that, that I think that's pretty normal and just got to try and, uh, yeah, find my way through and see what comes next. So what, what will 2023 sort of look like? I think I read where, you, you know, you're going to sort of dabble here, dabble there, try a few different things. Obviously, um, we've seen you do a little bit of media stuff, but t- tell us where you may, may be involved in, in Tennis Australia or certainly the development of our female players. We know that Ash is going to be involved in, uh, in that side of things with Craig Tizer and Jason Stoltenberg. Just tell us where you sit and the part you'd probably like to play ongoing because tennis has been, you know, part of your life forever. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I had an answer for you on that one, I'd tell you, but I'm actually not really sure where, where everything's going to play out just yet, but I certainly want to be involved and I'd love to, you know, be on court with the players that I've currently been, well, like recently been yeah. playing against and yep. with and practicing here in Melbourne on a daily basis. I'd love to try and stay involved with those players. I've done a little bit of hitting with some of the younger girls, a um, couple of 13-year-olds last year, uh, one of them here who played in the juniors. And I know I really enjoyed that aspect of trying to coach or mentor mm. that age group as well. And yep. um, yeah, I guess try and learn new skills and and everything else. And I think United Cup for me was a fantastic experience to be co-captain with Leighton and, um, yeah, try and decipher some game plans and work things out for, for the girls. And um, I, I really loved that side of it. So I think that was a good test for me to see, okay, well, is coaching really something I want to do? And it absolutely is something that I kind of gets me excited and I'd love to try and help the, I guess, yeah, the current group of Australian players, but also maybe the next generation. So... Got to work it all out yet, but I'm looking forward to whatever whatever it may be. Well, you got you got plenty of time to do all that, and uh, family's you know hugely important to you, so uh, I'm sure that'll take care of itself. But of our of our current group, um, you know, we've had a, I suppose a, a bunch of female players who have been in that sort of you know 100 to 200 bracket, tough area. I always say, you know, every, we're talking tennis, it's a tough area to get out of. Mm. You can do a great job to get there, and then the competition goes up. The margins are so small between winning and losing, and you know, trying to turn a quarterfinal into winning a tournament. Uh, but, you know, this group has been around for a little while. I went out and watched Kim Birrell, um, you know, more than capable, Priscilla Hom, uh, Inglis Cabrera. Uh, Olivia Gadecki, a little bit younger. Obviously, there's some real high hopes and expectations. She wins her first-round singles match here. What about, what about the future of female tennis as it stands? Yeah, I think exactly what you just said is absolutely on the money. That, that group between 100 and 200... Um, there's a, a lot of players in that bracket who we just hope can make that next step. And I think you need um, players at the top trying to – and also if only one of them can break through, it will, I think, give a whole lot of confidence to the rest of them as well to know that their peers, the ones that they practice with every day, they travel with, they, mm. you know, do everything on tour with. Well, if she can do it, I can do it. And it only takes, you know, maybe one week where you get that breakthrough, like you said, from a quarterfinal to a final or a match win here in a Grand Slam to actually really change your mentality or make you believe in yourself, have that confidence that you can do it week in, week out. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm really hoping that they can all do it because they are – really great tennis players they're yep. great people yep. they work hard they deserve to do it and you know there's players out there where not necessarily the best looking technique or, or anything like that but they might be 80 80 in the world making a living on tour their main draw grand slams and i know our girls are absolutely capable of getting into the top 100 
just got to keep striving for it and hopefully that self-belief comes through. Yeah, well, we see you know, a lot of players have their, their best results. Look at some of our men. I mean, Melbourne played his best tennis from sort of 28 to 32. Here's Kubler, who's got an opportunity to play his best between, what, 29? He's sort of a young mm-hmm. 29, maybe maximise his uh, three- or four-year window. So everyone goes on a different journey. I know you've got to get out of here. I just want to recall some numbers because uh, 607 singles wins in your career, 450 doubles wins, uh, nine singles titles, no... None bigger than winning the US Open, uh, which was an outstanding achievement. French Open finalist, three-time semi-finalist at Roland Garros. She got to four in the world, 28 doubles titles, world number one in doubles, four Grand Slam doubles titles, three Grand Slam uh, mixed doubles titles. Congratulations on a, a great career, quite quite seriously. And from SEN, the first serve's point of view, you've always given us some access, uh, taken us inside your world because we can't live it we're, we're always fascinated we're on the outside <laughs> looking into a professional career of an athlete always fascinated to know how a person ticks and how they go about their business and you, you've got to walk away pretty proud of that career oh yeah thank you so much it's been a hell of a ride like i've said um did more than what i ever thought possible so yeah i i know i got the most out of myself and yeah very very happy and yeah see what what comes next indeed thanks sam let's uh, hopefully we can reconnect at some point down the track love to thank you sam stozer uh, what a uh, great career joining us uh, off the top uh, to get us going as we lead into the men's final tonight novak Djokovic and stefanos Tsitsipas. we'll take a quick break uh, chris clary up next from the new york times mark woodford for the call a little bit later on here on sen tennis